I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. It's time. Final segment here on a Friday on the Steelers Blitz. That means it's all on the table. We're going to get silly. We're going to sing some songs. We're going to catch up with Brian Backo, and we're going to get to your tweets and your predictions. It's all happening here. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? I'm fired up. It's a Friday. Thanksgiving, my favorite day of the year, is right around the corner. I'm heading to Morgantown tomorrow for some football. Then we got the Bungles in town on Sunday back. It's my it's my favorite kind of weekend, you know? Saturday in Morgantown, Sunday at Akershire Stadium. That's the way I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to sing the Here We Go song, of course, Bengals version 2.0, because I already sang a Bengals version week one uh, here in just a minute. But first... A couple non-prediction tweets that I wanted to get to. Uh, some questions that Yins had for me out there. Uh, Steeler Nation 920 tweets. couple questions for you. Got to know, uh, do you think our record would be better with number seven? Yes, I do. Not drastically, but yeah. I think, you know, maybe uh, New England and, and New York at home, you win, you win those games with Ben Roethlisberger. So instead of being three and six, you're what five and four. But I, you know, it's not like I think that. Uh, oh yeah, you know, if this if this team had been, they would be six and two, seven and two right now. But I definitely think maybe one of those. Maybe instead of three and six, they're four and five with Ben. Um, but New England, New York. You know, New York. You you end up getting that lead and then losing it with some some turnovers there. New England. Who knows? Maybe not because, you know, the Patriots took the last, what, six minutes off the clock just running the football and keeping the Steelers' defense on the field. So maybe there would have been nothing that Ben was able to do. But that, that's what I'll say, 920. Uh, I bet you maybe – I bet you one more win with Ben. Instead of three and six, they'd be four and five. Maybe five and four. 
920 also wants to know, who do you think will have more sacks on Sunday, TJ or Highsmith? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to go Highsmith. I think TJ is still trying to fully get his feet back under him. I think he always commands the most attention. And I think Alex Highsmith, when he gets to be Robin to TJ's Batman, dude, I mean, he is, he's been borderline unstoppable in the two games that we've seen, seen him and TJ together. So let's hope they both have sacks. But if you're making me put a chip down right now, I'll stick with Highsmith for one more week. And then have you watched the footballing with Ben Roethlisberger? He had Heath on. Man, do they love, uh, both love Pat Fryermuth. Need to get him the ball more. I do, yeah. Like, I don't I don't watch footballing uh, Ben's, you know, YouTube show slash football podcast religiously, but I've listened to a couple episodes. I catch clips of it on Twitter. It is, it's a good listen. You know, they're they're sampling beers a lot of times too, which is, which is right up my alley. Um, like to hear them talk about different beers and stuff that is seasonal beers and craft beers and those things. Yeah, I enjoyed the episode with Heath and some of the stories they told. I enjoyed the uh, the episode um, that he did with Pomp uh, recently as well too, and, and some of those old stories. Uh, he's done an episode with Charlie Batch. There's there's a lot of good stuff there. But yeah, Pat Fryermuth over the middle, please and thank you. I think we saw a little bit more of that last week. Let's uh, let's continue to build on that here going forward. Doug tweets and says, if the Steelers' offense continues to look how it uh, how it has and how it did against the Saints the rest of the season, would you be surprised if Matt Canada returns? I'll tell you this, Doug. I do. I think that there's been improvement there with the offense, but where they haven't improved and where they need to improve is in the red zone. And I mean, heck, last uh, last segment, one of those matchup clips that I played, Kenny Pickett was talking about that at the beginning there. So it's something the Steelers know as well, too, that they've acknowledged as well, too. Dale Lawley wrote a nice breakdown on Steelers.com about this. They've got to be better in the red zone. That's an area that they have struggled mightily this year, and honestly, they've struggled there for the last few years. If that doesn't happen, if, you know, right now they're averaging, what, 15.8 points a game, something like that, I think it is. If that number doesn't come up, a lot of people's jobs aren't going to be safe next season including potentially the offensive coordinator. It's not just going to be the OC. Uh, A a lot of those stones are going to be unturned in terms of coaching and in terms of personnel when you're scoring less than 16 points per game. But again, eight games left. I I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to make any final judgments early. But I will tell you this much, yes. If the offense isn't improved, particularly in the red zone, if they're still averaging 16 or less points per game, there's going to be a lot of change, like I said, both to personnel and staff, uh, I would believe, ahead of the 2023 season. That's just the nature of the beast that is the National Football League and, and really professional sports in general. Jason tweets and says, do you think we'll see uh, more continued use of 12 personnel to get Najee going early and will we finally see that three safety set we've been dreaming about? Jason, I hope so. It, it sounds by you know all indicators here, barring a setback, that Minka Fitzpatrick's going to play. If you missed that in the first segment of the show, uh, Minka uh, was a full practice participant on Thursday, so that bodes really well for his participation on Sunday. Fingers crossed. I hope we finally see those three safety sets that we've been talking about since training camp and preseason and been jonesing to see here in a regular season game. And in terms of 12 personnel, absolutely. Absolutely. Heck, I can go with some 22 personnel as well, too. Get Derek Watt out there. I just, I yeah, I want Fryermuth. I want Gentry. I want heavy sets. And I, I want them to to do that early and often. I, I think most of us are, are on the same page in that regard. And it you can't you can't argue with the uh with the results. 
of what we saw last week. Best rushing performance of the season. Yeah, Najee not able to top 100 yards, but as close as you can get, finishing with 99. Some nice plays by Jalen Warren as well, too. If you're able to replicate that down the stretch here consistently, this team's going to win some games. All right. We're going to get to your prediction tweets in just a few minutes here. But first, folks, I think it's time to sing some songs. If that's all right with you, I know it's all right with you. You guys love the Here We Go song. I got to say, real quick, transparency. You guys know I'm a transparent guy here. I like to peel back the curtain. I like to you know keep you guys in the loop with what's really going on here with the show. When we have technical issues, when things like that happen, Mozi and I, we're honest with you guys. We don't try and hide it. We don't do the fake it till you make it thing. We face it. I, that analogy just fell flat on its face, but you get it. Last week, it was all on me. There are some times where we have some technical issues with our podcast uploader system that's out of my hands. Last week was all my fault. I published the first two segments of the podcast, and then I forgot to hit publish on the third one. And so I think it was Sunday before the third segment of the show got posted last week. I had probably four or five of you tweet me, DM me, saying, Wes, where's the last segment of the podcast? We need the Here We Go song. I had somebody message me on Facebook. I had two of you message me on Instagram about where's the Here We Go song. I'm sorry. I apologize. Like I said, that one is all on me. I will hand up. That was my fault. I forgot to publish that thing um, until the weekend. So that one was my fault. I do apologize for those of you who who missed the Saints last week or maybe you weren't able to get it until Sunday. Again, that that's my fault. That's my bad. But you know what? I've cooked up an extra good one for you here uh, for, the, uh, for the Bengals edition. So my apologies and thank you, honestly, because, you know, it's always nice to have a reminder in this business that people are actually listening. And when I've got, you know, more than half a dozen of you reaching out to me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram – Where's the here we go song, Wes? What the heck? I I it's nice. It's it's nice to to know that you guys are out there waiting for it. So I do appreciate that. One person even tweeted me. I forget who it was. I wish I remember. One person tweeted me and said, "Hey, I see you're enjoying yourself at the uh the WVU Pitt basketball game on Friday night, but where's my here we go song?" <laughs> so, without further ado, and I won't be late on the podcast this time. Here is our Bengals 2.0 edition of the Here We Go song. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Here we go. Yeah, we're back in the win column. Now it's time to give Cincy a problem. We're going to put those kitties asleep and send them back to Ohio with the sweep. Here we go. Here we go. Steelers, here we go. Pittsburgh's gone to the Super Bowl. Here we go. Yeah, week one was not a fluke. Bengals success that we rebuke. You gotta get after Burrow for sure. And then this win we will secure. Here we go. Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. 
Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Here we go. Turkey Day is right around the corner. And I'm here to inform you. Let's smoke these boys like hickory. And we'll all enjoy this victory. Now, this is the part where Arthur Motes makes bangle sound. Little kitties. There's my Here We Go song. It's not the same without Hype Man Motes. I, I, I need that beat. I'm trying to do the beat while I sing. That's tough, all right? I'm not a drummer. Arthur Motes is. I played guitar and piano growing up, all right? Drumming was not my was not my forte. But there you go. Bengals, Here We Go song 2.0 as we look to send them back to Ohio with a sweep. Rod Dalla tweets, since we're, being, since we're in honesty mode, since you're being honest, what happened to Wednesday's show? LOL. Uh, didn't have one. So, yeah, that as well, too. A lot of you tweeted about Wednesday. And I'm sorry, I should have put out a tweet ahead of time letting you guys know. But we had uh, the Steelers Nation Radio Network lunch at Hyde Park, the best uh, steakhouse in Pennsylvania, certainly in Pittsburgh, uh, down there on the North Shore, right by PNC Park. Every year there's an SNR lunch down there um, with the sponsors who, you know, who support Steelers Nation Radio and, and the Steelers Radio Network. And since Max is in Arizona, they didn't want Wolf down there by himself. They always do the locker room show down there from 10 to noon, and then there's a big lunch. Well, they didn't want Wolf down there by himself with Max in Arizona, so they asked me to go down. So I did the show down there at the restaurant with Wolf and Max and um, and then had a really nice steak lunch down there. So there was no show on Wednesday. Nothing crazy happened other than just we were pigging out on some delicious food. And the show was canceled. And like I said, I do apologize. I should have sent out a tweet to uh, to let you guys know. Solitary Man tweets and says, Wes, please don't compare Big Ben and Kenny as far as this year. Night and day, Kenny's decision-making is poor. It's not even a comparison waiting for Kenny uh, to have a game like Ben did in his rookie year. I'm hoping Kenny improves. Steelers win 24-17. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare them. And we all know, too. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, at, he, had him, he had his limitations last year. He certainly would this year at, what, age 39 or 40. Um I wasn't trying to compare him. I was just answering the question. I do think the Steelers would have another win or two with Ben. Now, if you're telling me they had prime Ben Roethlisberger, oh, yeah, now now we're cooking. This team's in a playoff position. But the Ben of last year would still be an upgrade without a doubt. And we saw, I mean, we saw him with six fourth-quarter comeback wins, for crying out loud. Uh, but I don't think, you know, that people would be talking about the Steelers like they were the Chiefs or the Eagles or, or something like that if Big Ben was playing. But I do think they'd have another win Maybe two. Let's get to uh, your score predictions there. Solitary Man leads us off with 24-17. to 17. And let me, uh, let me pull up the phone screener here, too, so I can see when our buddy Brian Batko calls. You know, can't leave the Batman hanging on the line. Uh, Abraham, Ranger Abraham, our buddy out in Colorado, tweets us and says, uh, Steelers win 21-20. to 20. Do you think Minka will be back on Sunday? Full practice participation yesterday for Minka. That's a darn good sign. If I'm a gambling man, which I might be, I would put my money down on, yes, Minka will play Sunday, 425, Akersher Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengals. Michael tweets us and says, what's up, Cousin Wes? We're with you till Motes gets back. Kenny Wood leads us to a 27-17 victory. 
Uh, in my West voice, Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Victory Monday incoming will be four and six. I love the I love the confidence, Michael. I absolutely love it. Annie tweets and says, "I thought I saw a putty tat. <laughs> Steelers pie the cats in white, twenty-seven to twenty-four in a close one. Right back in the good graces with a long field goal. The defense feasts and has Burrow looking at the sky. The run game is spot on, and KP eight will make a spectacular pass." to George Pickens for the victory. I dig it. Sensei tweets us and says, 24-20 to for the Steelers. Late touchdown drive to put us ahead, courtesy of the defense. Let's go home crowd, bring the noise. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm hoping it's rocking there on Sunday on the North Shore. Now, this is one of those honesty moments of the show here real quick, folks. Normally, I could just let Arthur Motes talk for a second. I got to take a sip of water here real quick. Hold on. See, that's the dangers of doing the show by yourself. Ain't got nobody to ain't got nobody to uh, to bounce the the conversation off of while you while you take a sip to wet the whistle. Jason tweets us and says, "If Minka plays, Steelers win twenty four to seventeen. If not, I got the Bungles twenty one to seventeen. TJ and Highsmith will both get sacks, and I think Kamikaze KZ gets another pick. Steeler Nation nine twenty up there in Wisconsin twenty four to twenty one. We shut down the run in the first half, forcing them to pass, and our pass rush forces Burrow to make bad decisions and cause turnovers as we establish the run and the play action. Matthew Wright, the hero, with the game winner. Who ride? Who ride? Yeah, I tell you what. I tell you what, I'll take that. I'll sign up for that. We'll get to the rest of your prediction tweets here in just a moment, but now it is time to go to the phone lines, uh, to our day one, our good friend of the show, Mr. Brian Bacco of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Shaler's finest. He's down on the south side. Bacco, what's up, buddy? How we doing, Wes? Hey, I'm doing all right. Um, bittersweet here. Mozi is out again on this Friday, okay? So Jeez. it's bittersweet because, you know, I miss having him here. But, uh, you know, we didn't have Mozi last Friday, and the Steelers were able to secure victory against the Saints. So I don't know. Maybe we're on to something. Yeah, it it could be uh it could be a trend, it could be a good luck charm. We'll just have to uh we'll have to find out at four twenty five on Sunday. If we're victorious by what, seven twenty five on Sunday. Uh Motsi not, not eight twenty, the listening audience don't show up to Acker Stadium right. at eight twenty or you're gonna be very late. All that's gonna be left is some pigeons flying around. And myself, Stan and Charlie doing the post game show and uh and Brian pecking away at his articles. Yes, four twenty five, oh, of course. Yes. Nice pun. Um <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we, we need uh maybe the pigeons and no Arthur Motes is our is our formula to success here. We'll see as we roll along. Uh formula to the Steelers success for a large part of this season, Mr. Bacco, has been the performance of Minka Fitzpatrick. Do you expect him to play? I know full practice participant yesterday. Uh, that's a good indicator. Do you expect him to play on Sunday? I think so, but based on our conversation with him afterward, it, it might be kind of a game-time deal, right? And I think everybody, that that's reasonable. Yes. Made in your belly. So, yeah, I, I think that... Um, I think that Patrick is trending in the right direction, but it, it remains to be seen uh, whether he's you know, cleared, I guess, medically, and how he's feeling after this week of, of work. Yeah, and that's you know that's one of those things. It's not obviously 
uh, this guy's got a hamstring issue. He's going to need a week to get it right. Uh, getting your appendix removed, it can affect everybody differently. There's no real exact timetable on that in terms of return. We know it kept Joe Burrow out for a couple weeks. Um, in in uh, Big back ben. In, in in yeah, Big Ben as well too. Yeah, good shout there. Um, so hopefully uh, all good for Minka. But I think you're right. I think that's one of those, even with the full practice participation, got to wait and see. But that's at least a, a better indicator than, you know, if he was limited or uh, or anything in that regard this week. Uh, Backo, with with what feels like a defense that is, you know, hopefully gets Minka back, Miles Jack starting to, to, to round back into some semblance of health here uh, late on in the season. Do you think that they can you know, match or return to that form that we saw week one against Cincinnati. Uh, listen, I, I know five turnovers and seven sacks. No defense is going to be able to do that every single week, not even the the 85 Bears. But are you starting to feel maybe a little more optimistic that this could be the unit that really could be the difference maker in some close games down the stretch here? Yeah, I am. And it's it's not just because of the play of guys like T.J. Watt and, you know, if, if he's back, make up Fitzpatrick and, and, of course, Cam Hayward, it's it's the role players finally starting to step up for me. You know, Miles Jack didn't have that opportunity last week due to some some lingering health stuff. But you know, look at Robert Spillane making some plays. Levi Wallace finally made a big play downfield, which is what they've needed from that corner opposite Cam Sutton, who I think has been pretty steady and you know maybe about as consistent as you can expect from a a quarterback on the type of uh, cornerback on the type of deal that he is in the NFL and the defense that they play. So. Uh, the fact that those guys are are trending in the right direction is a really good sign for the overall quality of this group. And, you know, now if, if Larry Joby can get healthy, make some plays down the stretch, Alex Highsmith, he's somebody who's probably even, you know, elevated above role player status, right? He's, he's yeah. kind of becoming a star before our very eyes. So uh, having that pass rush tandem is is going to make things easier on every single player around them. That's, you know, the, the reason why I had high hopes for this group coming into the season, why they were such a disappointment through eight weeks. And now though, why I think they can bounce back to some degree as they go into the stretch run. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there as well too. Another thing that would would help the Steelers win some games down the stretch here would be uh, finding some consistency in that run game. Their best performance of the season Sunday against the Saints, Najee Harris, 99 yards on the ground, some good stuff from Jalen Warren as well too. Do you listen? I hesitate to use build upon that because I, I know progression isn't always linear. Sometimes you take a couple steps forward and then a step back. But do you think that there are some you know, some areas that they've discovered themselves in the run game where they can find consistency and, and know that they can cut their teeth in that regard? Or do you still need them to, to go out there and prove it for a couple more weeks? Yeah, I still need them to go prove it. One, you know, aspect of it that I think is encouraging is, you know, you've got Kenny Pickett using his legs. Yeah, You've got some creativity starting to show up with the jet sweeps, the, even the wildcat. We talked to Najee about that a little bit today after practice. And you know, they've had success with that in very small sample sizes. But, you know, they're, they're finding ways to, you know, keep defenses off guard a little bit while also just having more success with the straight up, you know, run downhill, line up and, and smash the D line in the mouth. So, um, you know, you sprinkle in some Jalen Warren, get the kind of boost that you're getting from Najee Harris. And, yeah, I mean, you've got a formula for a running game that, that can be the type of recipe that this Steelers group was built to be. Brian Backo, Shaler's Finest, covers the Steelers for the Post-Gazette. He's with us here on uh, the Steelers Blitz on a Friday. 
another another big thing there too, right, is they, they have to find more success in the red zone. I think there has been improvement overall by the offense, maybe not drastically, but, but certainly um, in terms of just being able to move the football between the 20s. But, Brian, they they got to find the back of the end zone more often. I mean, less than 16 points per game on average. You can improve, but if the point totals aren't there, it's still going to be really tough to to win games in the National Football League, obviously, no matter how good your defense uh, might be and, and getting some some key pieces back. From, from your standpoint, what does that look like? Is there any area that stands out to you that, okay, maybe trying this or maybe doing this differently is how you can clean up some of these shortcomings in the red zone when you, you know get down to the opponent's end zone? Yeah, it just speaks to the the struggles and inconsistency of the offense that, you know, you look at – people want them to produce more big plays, more splash right. touchdowns, right? We've, we've all talked about this stat that their longest one of the season is eight yards, <laughs> but people also want them to be more sharp in the red zone. And, and once they get close to the goal line, so it's kind of like, geez, I mean, everything needs to click better than it has to this point. So, uh, it, you know, the way that I see it, they'll, they'll take it any way they can, whether it's a – one yard run by George Pickens that I guess he kind of went off script with that a little bit and, you know, simply burrowed in there. Even Kenny Pickett had to kind of pick a different, different lane for his quarterback keeper. So it's not going to be pretty. I don't think it ever was going to be with this 2022 Steelers offense. And, you know, you'd, you'd think at some point the, I don't want to say the dam will break, you know, that's, that's the cliche we were throwing out there a month ago with this group. Um, But you know, maybe like a, you know, a stick or a rock falls down here and there, and they can just hit one. You know, maybe one fifty-yard pass, one uh, one twenty-yard touchdown. So yeah, I mean, it's it's baby steps, and I think it's also you know other defenses are seeing how to play that sure. right and seeing what you can take away and forcing them to to beat them. Uh, you know, with these long drives because they haven't always finished. They've self-destructed at times, and until they can keep a defense honest, it is going to be difficult to produce those big plays and um, be, you know, crisp uh, once you get in close. And then that's been, that's been an issue going back to really even the last couple of years of, of Ben Roethlisberger and the first three and a half games, Mitch Trubisky defense is just playing up and, you know, playing forward and daring the Steelers to go take the top off. And uh, that's, that has not been a strength for them. I think that's very well said. Brian Backo giving us the good stuff on a Friday Brian, I, I started today's show, you know, about an hour and 20 minutes ago with a little monologue about how, you know, the Steelers win on Sunday and, and, and you can convince yourselves real or otherwise that kind of everything's still on the table. You'd be back to four and six, two road trips ahead, but some favorable ones in, in Indianapolis and Atlanta. You know, the Colts, a, a team that's that's a franchise that's cleaned house. Atlanta, uh, a franchise that's, I think, found its level after a, a better start than, than many of us expected. Heck, we could easily look up in December, I think, and this team be six and six, but it starts with Sunday against the Bengals. So I ask you, as I always do before we let you get out of here, your score prediction for Sunday, can the Steelers uh, win two games in a row? It has been done before. Against my better judgment, I think they will. And I'm going to predict a Steelers win. I just, yeah, just kind of a hunch, a feeling. You know, maybe it's a good positive vibe around this team right now coming off a much-needed victory for them at home versus the Saints. But – yeah, it's. Uh, I'm going to go 23-20, fully aware that that is the exact score of the first time they beat the Bengals. <laughs> but my reasoning is I, I think they can use 
the same uh, the same stew that they cooked up in Cincinnati to do much of the same this week on the North Shore. So uh, defense, you know, balls out, um, you know, forces some field goals rather than touchdowns. And, uh, you know, I think the offense will, will do kind of just enough, which has been their MO <laughs> in the three games that they've won, right? So, uh, and maybe another big special teams play. Um, I'm not going to say a, a blocked extra point again, but how about uh, some hidden yards from Steven Sims on punt return? Maybe he even breaks a long one because the Bengals are struggling at the punter position. That's just a, yep. a little bit, of, a little nugget to keep in your cap there. Brian Backo on the board with a Steelers victory on Sunday. We'll see what's in the stew recipe as long as it's stew and not that nasty skyline chili from Cincinnati. Make sure you're checking out Brian's work in the Post-Gazette, showing him some love on Twitter as well. You already know he does not do cap. Buddy, appreciate the time as always, and I'll see you here on Sunday. All righty. See you, Wes. There he is. There he goes. Shaler's finest, Brian Backo. Great stuff from him as always. All right, it's time to hit it here and kick it into overdrive and get your predictions in mind before we get out of here. Frankie Z tweets and says, flying solo on a Friday, young gun. <laughs> It'll put hair on your chest and make it fall out of your head. Well, Frankie, I'm going to be 32 here in a couple months. I still got a full head of hair. I've never really had any on my chest or on my face. So... I don't know. I'm not willing to make that sacrifice. I'm good as long as I have the full head of hair. I'm I'm good elsewhere. <laughs> Frankie says he thinks whoever runs the ball best will win this game. He's going Steelers 23, Bengals 20. Richie tweets me and says, what's up, West? Steelers win 27 to 19. Two Kenny touchdown throws and, uh, and a Najee touchdown as well, too. Here we go. Doug tweets and says this game's going to be a close one. We'll come down to the final drive. Ball in Burrow's hands, and the Steelers' defense will come up big for the Steelers to win 24-21. to Rudy tweets us and says, Steelers 19, Kittens 13. The defense near 100% health is going to look great, and one of the Steelers' wide receivers will have 100 yards receiving. Hey, that would be a good indicator. Tim in Minneapolis tweets, prediction for Sunday, Steelers 27, Bungles 24, Kamikaze Pick six for the good guys. A lot of, lot of uh, KZ predictions coming in here. I love it. Uh, Dehev tweets us and says, let's snap, slap some snow tires on Jalen Warren and Najee and keep that run game going. The defense will show up big again. Steelers 24-17 to sweep the Bungles. TJ will have his two best games of the year. Katie tweets and says, happy Friday. Shout out to you both for all that you do. I think the run game continues to do its thing. Over 150 yards to the tune of a Steelers 27-20 to win. Thrash tweets and says, Steelers 17, Bengals 28, see you at the game. Thrash, I see what you're doing, and I appreciate what you're doing. Brad tweets us and says, Steelers win 24-20. to Kenny and his pets, the Pigeons. <laughs> no Pigeons, no victory. Well, Brad, bad news. I, The National Aviary was saying the Pigeons might be gone this weekend, and we're going to stick to 24-20. Linda tweets and says, here we go, Steelers, 28-14. to Cuban Dan says, Pittsburgh 25, Cincinnati 24, Steelers against the world. Frankie Z, wait, no, I read Frankie Z's already. You can't, can't double up on me, Frankie Z. That, that one was on me. I think I bookmarked it twice there. Uh, a couple last ones here. Uh, Steeler fan in Hawaii tweets, no score prediction. I just need the Steelers to treat the Bengals like a rag doll. Amen to that. Rod Dallas says 38 to 24 Steelers win. Rod, the Steelers score 38 points on Sunday. I might have to do a cannonball into the river. Here's the hoping, brother. 
Uh, let's see. May tweets us and says, that was an awesome Here We Go song. Steelers are sweeping the Bengals on Sunday, 31-24. to Defense back to full strength, but I think it'll be the offense's show with Pickens with two touchdowns. Hey, I will take that. I will certainly take that. And one more refresh here. I think that's the last one. I believe that that's the last one. I'm going 20 to 17 Steelers. It's going to be chilly. It's going to be Pittsburgh football weather. I don't think either offense is going to light it up. And I think the Steelers defense is going to be the difference. Offense will do just enough. Kenny take care of the football again. No turnovers by Kenny or anyone else on the offense. Get a positive or two on special teams. Get a big play or two on defense. 20-17 to 17 Steelers is my prediction. Hey, thanks, everybody, for rocking and rolling with me on this Friday. I know it's not quite the same when, uh, when Motsi isn't here, but I appreciate you guys uh, even more when I'm flying solo. Great stuff on the, the tweets today. Uh, I, I thank you. Uh, for for the participation as always, but especially when when I'm in here riding solo. Thanks to our buddy Brian Backo for joining us as well too. Motsi will be back on Monday. At least he better be. That's what he told me. And so you already know, win, lose, or draw, we'll be here to break it all down with you next week on Monday. High noon on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.